The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds wide. Trey Slaughter. Network that has taken flight. We cover everything regarding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Brad Harden, recording live from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm recording this on Thursday, November 18th. Shout out Drake, shout out OVO. The day after the Hawks took care of business in the State Farm Arena versus the Boston Celtics, 110-99 to improve to 7-9 on the year three straight wins three count them after a six game losing streak hawks seemingly turning it around and before i go any further into the program i definitely want to say rest in peace young Dolph, rapper from memphis but spent a lot of time here in atlanta uh tragically gunned down this hometown of memphis just an hour before he was going to do a turkey drive for his community in which he left so very very sad news a lot of heavy hearts around the country so you're certainly in my thoughts and prayers but hopefully we can provide some upliftment with this three-game winning streak i'm going to get into recapping the game against the boston celtics and slight preview of the matchup on saturday in the state farm arena when the charlotte hornets and Lamelo ball come into town certainly going to be a tough Southeast Division matchup, but without further ado, we're going to cover the game last night versus the Celtics after this plug. If you like losing money, turn this off right now. But if you love free band, free bands, just like Super Future, then keep listening. Sports betting is getting huge across the nation, and all of my homies love to bet on games. There are a bunch of sites out there for sports betting, but all of my homies love my bookie. Why? Because it's so easy to use. And since y'all my homies too, I'm going to plug you. All my homies listening right now can sign up for my bookie with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus. 100%, just like an A-plus in school. Hopefully you got them, but if not, this your chance to get 100%. You like playing blackjack? There are some very fun and free blackjack tournaments, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much that you can do on my bookie, and the best thing is, is that no cash is required to enter, and you can win up to $100 in daily challenges and up to $1,000 in weekly tournaments. So you want a chance at free cash money? Then again, my homies, sign up with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus and try to score some in the words of future, like I said earlier, free band, free band. All right, and we are back in the Hawks, back to winning ways. Had another great showing, three straight now. Really good showings, three straight, 
and three straight wins, consequently. And even though the Boston Celtics did not have Jalen Brown or Robert Williams, a win is a win. They still had Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum did Jason Tatum things. He scored 34 points, 12 of 22 shooting, but they really made it hard on him last night. The Hawks played really good defense. I just want to say their defense has certainly improved in this three-game winning streak. Ball movement has been better. Defense has been better. They've been shooting better from the three-point line. And they've just really played with more hustle, more fight, more grit. What we were used to seeing last year, you know, game in and game out, coming in, focused, fighting, executing, and getting dubs. They're finding that recipe again, even with DeAndre Hunter out and some players on the Hawks like Bogey and Herter dealing with some ailments right now. They really came together last night and put on a really good showing, just like Gunna did at halftime with that Chanel jacket. That Chanel jacket, that was a lot. That was a lot. I don't know if I could pull that off. I don't know if they make that in plus size, but I got to, you know, salute Drip. Speaking of Drip, Shout out David Bracey, King Drip himself, if you're listening to this episode. But Hawks held the Boston Celtics to 44% shooting from the floor and 26% from the three-point line. Hawks shot 50% from the floor, 35% from three. So shooting the ball a lot better. They didn't win the rebound margin, lost by two, but that's okay. I love the 28 team assist. As I said at the top of the program, ball movement has been a lot better. People have been getting touches. They've been, you know, moving the ball around the horn, trying to find the right shot within the offense. And it's led to, obviously, more efficient possessions on the offensive end and a higher field goal percentage and three-point shooting percentage. Consequently, doing good on the defensive end, getting blocked, steals, Forced 14 turnovers. They had 14 themselves. It was a wash in the paint. Biggest thing for the Hawks was their defense. Challenging shots. Making it tough on the Boston Celtics. And just playing with a lot of energy and effort at home. They love playing at home. And there was a statistic that Mike Conti put out on Twitter yesterday. (laughs) It's a stark contrast between... When the Hawks are at home in the State Farm Arena and when they are on the road, it is pretty startling. And I have the stat right here. The Hawks in six games, well, sorry, seven games at home, six and one home record, which is third best in the NBA. They average 115.7 points per game at home. They average almost 49% from the floor at home in 38.5% from three with a plus 11.7 point differential at home versus when they're on the road. Hawks are one and eight on the road this year, which is 29th in the NBA. Certainly something that the Hawks have to get better. They have to get better on the road. Yes, you want to protect home court. You want to win the games in front of your home crowd. Make State Farm Arena a tough place to win. Check right now. Third best record at home in the NBA. On the road is where they need to get better. Luckily, next game against Charlotte is at home. So hopefully continue this momentum in this wave. But the numbers on the road. 
They average 103.8 points per game. 12-point difference on the road. They shoot about 43% from the floor on the road. Five percentage points lower than at home. And shoot almost 35% from three on the road. Minus 10 point differential. So Hawks certainly need to get better playing on the road. They did a decent job on the road last year. So hopefully they can get into a rhythm while they're at home. And then next road game, which is few games from now, they still have a few games in the homestand. They can ride this momentum on the road and build upon this three-game winning streak. As I mentioned, Jason Tatum was the leading scorer for the Celtics, 34 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. Next leading scorer, Grant Williams, who started in place of Robert Williams being out, 18 points, 6-12 shooting from the floor, 3 three-pointers, 6 rebounds. It's a good game from him. Dennis Schroeder, the former Hawk, had 15 himself. Al Horford, former Hawk as well, 13 points, 7 rebounds, and they got 11 from Josh Richardson off the bench. The bench was the difference in this game. Outside of, obviously, just defense and shooting better from three, the Hawks got quite a bit of contribution from their bench. Gallinari added 8 for the Hawks off the bench, 3-6 from the floor, added one three-pointer, four rebounds. Cam Reddish, in my opinion, we talked about it on Twitter. If you follow me, at Brad Jarrett 67 on Twitter, I thought this was Cam Reddish's best game. Not offensively, but on both ends of the floor. He had 19 points, 8 of 14 shooting from the floor, added two rebounds, but was a menace on the defensive end, three steals and a block. And the reason why I say this was Cam Reddish's best game, because you guys watch the games. And if you don't, I'm going to tell you what I perceive. Cam Reddish is a guy that is always looking to get a shot on offense. He's not afraid of taking shots. That's a good trait. Sometimes his shot selection is questionable, and he can shoot the team out of rhythm. But that's something that he needs to work on. And sometimes when his shot is not falling, his defense suffers because his confidence kind of drops. Obviously, not he, he he's unfazed by missed shots and he's going to keep shooting the ball. But sometimes his defense is not matching the level that of, of attention to detail that he's giving on the offensive end. Sometimes he is a little lackadaisical on the defensive end when things aren't going his way offensively. This was the first game in my memory this year where I saw him truly be the two-way player we all know he can be. Being disruptive, jumping in passing lanes, going for loose balls, obviously three steals, one block, and then it turned into offense on the other end. Yeah, he was only one of six from three, but eight of 14 from the floor. Nothing to sneeze at. He got to the free throw line a couple times. I liked what I saw from Cam Reddish. I want to see more of that. Be the two-way player. We're going to need him to be that two-way player since DeAndre Hunter is going to be out for the foreseeable future. Noah Yeka, Okongwu, you know, two of the better defenders, talking about Hunter and Okongwu, on this Hawks team. Reddish needs to be in that conversation as well, and he has to put forth that effort. So I was glad to see that. Hawks had five players in double digits last night. I mentioned Cam Reddish. 
John Collins was the leading scorer, 20 points, 11 rebounds, 9 of 13 from the floor, one three-pointer, only three-point attempt, 100% from the three-point line. We like that. Capella, not the 20 points from the night prior when they played the Orlando Magic, but nine points, 12 rebounds, added three assists, shot four or seven from the floor, added a steal and a block. Another solid game from Clint Capella. Really positive impact on the floor. Plus 11. John Collins was plus 12. On Wednesday night, Bogey added 12 points. Only shot 4 or 12 from the floor. All four of his makes were from three. We know when Bogey makes three or more, Hawks usually win. Kevin Herter added 19 points. Really started off hot. Cooled off towards the end, but he was that spark in the beginning of the game. As I mentioned, 19 points, 7-9 shooting from the floor, 5-7 from three. Five three-pointers. He was hot, hot. It's good to see Kavon do his thing. I love it. I love it. Between him and Reddish, great contributions. I talked about it the episode prior. With Hunter out, someone was going to have to step up. Your three leading scorers every game theoretically should be Collins, Trey Young, and Bogey. And if you can get something from Herder, if you get something from Reddish, even Gallo, Hawks are generally going to win. The ball movement was there. And as you see, five players in double digits and seven players who scored eight points or more for the Atlanta Hawks. Really great showing on the offensive end. Trey Young wasn't great on the offensive end, shooting the ball. 4-12 from the floor. He was 0-6 from 3. 18 points, but 11 dimes on Wednesday night. Six turnovers. Turnovers are starting to creep back up for Trey Young, but he's trying to, you know, get everybody involved. He's going to take some risk. It happens. Love to see that number cut down, but in the end, the Hawks win, and it's easier to correct things with a dub than a loss. So just contributions all around on this team. That's thanks to the ball movement that was being implemented on Wednesday night. They played great defense. And now, if you're the Hawks now, you're looking at the Eastern Conference. You're now 11th, one game out of a playing tournament spot early in the season. Still early. A lot of time left to rebound. If you're the Hawks, there are... A half a game behind the Milwaukee Bucks, who they beat on Sunday night. And they look forward to continuing this three-game winning streak as the Charlotte Hornets, who are right now fifth in the Eastern Conference, 9-7 and seven record. Certainly an exciting team that everyone is wanting to jump on the bandwagon. And rightfully so. There's some really good players on this Hornets team. Now, the Hornets will have... The Hawks on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. They play the Pacers at home Friday night. Then travel down here to Atlanta and take on the Hawks on Saturday night. So the Hawks certainly need to take advantage of the fact that the Hornets will have played three games in a matter of about four days. Three games in four days. They have to take advantage of of the legs for the Hornets. Again, the Hornets are a young team. They're a young team. They're energetic. 
they're they're going to be running. Obviously, you know how Lamelo Ball plays. He wants to get everybody involved. He wants to push the pace. This Hornets team wants to push the pace, and they got some ball players. Miles Bridges is in the conversation for Most Improved Player of the Year with Jordan Poole, in my opinion. Two strong candidates. So we're really going to have to deal with Miles Bridges, who can be a terror on the glass. He's been working on his playmaking, shooting the ball better, and he can score. Obviously, Gordon Hayward, who killed us in a couple matchups last year. He's always going to be a problem that we have to check. Obviously, LaMelo Ball, last game against the Wizards, 11 points, 14 assists, career high for him, six rebounds. Didn't shoot the ball well, but team win. Terry Rozier, scary Terry, had 19 last game. McDaniels has been having a really good year. They added Oubre, another vet who can defend. So the Hornets are sneakily a pretty good defensive team. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I would guess that they are probably in the top half of the NBA as far as defensive rating to start the season. So the Hawks are really going to have to focus on ball movement. They have to move the ball. I think they're going to have an advantage on the glass, in my opinion. But you got to bring it. I mean, like I said, this is a young team. They're hungry. The Hawks had success last year. The Hornets, with their team healthy, they're probably thinking, why not us? So really have to bring it. And I look at the defensive rating. It's not great. For the Hornets, 24th in the NBA, but numbers can be deceiving. I think with the athleticism they have, they're a pretty solid defensive team that we have to be ready for. Their pace really helps. They have the fourth fastest pace in the NBA, and they average the second most points per game in the NBA. Now, they, like I said, defensively, I think they have the capability to be pretty good, but they have given up the second highest points per game in the NBA. They're 29th out of 30 teams in the NBA. So the Hawks certainly can take advantage of this defense for the Charlotte Hornets, but we can't shoot ourselves in the foot. We can't turn the ball over. We have to continue to find good, clean looks. And heck, the Hawks are not much better an opponent's points per game. So this could be a high-scoring game. But the, it's about the Hawks controlling the pace. If they can control the pace in their favor, I think they win this game. Right now, they're trending in the right direction defensively. Still a work in progress. They're trending in the right direction offensively. Still trying to figure out their identity and I think their identity and their hat needs to be hung on ball movement, getting everybody involved. Trey Young's doing that, but it can't just be him. Everyone else has to be bought into that. And then getting back and playing defense, bringing that intensity. Everybody on the roster, you're not exempt. Even if you're Gallo, Mr. Stiff Knees, you have to get back and defend. And that's what's going to take against a Charlotte team who can certainly score points. Like I said, gave them a little bit too much credit on the defensive end, Charlotte, so you guys can kill me for that. But 
I think they're capable of being a solid defensive team. Now, they're young. They are kind of where the Hawks were last year. They're a little bit ahead of schedule with LaMelo Ball, but I still think that they are a year or two away from really being a team competing for the top half in the Eastern Conference. So this is obviously big early season Southeast Division game that the Hawks have to win, have to win, have to protect home court. But this is big for, we're talking years down the road. We play this team four games a year. So we're going to see a lot of them. And as you guys know from other sports, division games are just tougher. You know them. You see them a lot. You have a lot of film on them. They're going to be tough. So this is going to be a tough Fun matchup in the State Farm Arena on Saturday night. I wish I was able to pull up. I'm going to be out of town this weekend, but I promise I will be back Monday to give you what you all deserve. And if you love what you heard today, give us five stars. Give us a good review. Share it. Three-game winning streak. Hawks are, I'm not going to say they're back. they got a lot of work to do. But the bandwagon. Might be opening his doors. So put everyone on this show. Hawks fans, NBA basketball fans, Georgia sports fans, whoever. Put them on the show. Follow us at HoopBallHawks on Twitter. That is at HoopBallHawks. Follow myself, Brad Jarrett67. That is Brad J-A-R-R-E-T-T-6-7 on Twitter. Hawks take on the Charlotte Hornets again Saturday night in the State Farm Arena for a 7.30 p.m. tip-off on NBA TV or Bally Sports here locally. Check out the Hawks. We're on the rise. Don't be surprised, fans, when Hawks put this together, win a couple games on the road. Next thing you know, they're back in the top eight in the East, creeping up the standings. They certainly can do it, but they have to continue to take it a game at a time, a possession at a time. Look at this as a marathon, not a sprint, and just climb up the mountain step by step. That's what they're doing. They've dug themselves into a hole with the six-game losing streak, but the light is at the end of the tunnel. They are starting to get it, and I hope they continue to click going into Saturday. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.